Hey, welcome to the Jaywalk Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Stir 22, the best African and Caribbean food in the west of the Mississippi, here in Nebraska. And also, I work there part-time, so you can come see this beautiful, handsome face anytime you want at Stir 22, the best African and Caribbean food west of the Mississippi. Um, In honor of... uh, african-american slash black history month i want to um i want to do a special podcast on on a special governor that decided to ban african-american studies and ap courses in florida rob this dumbass i call him rotis done suck a dick that's what i call him because obviously he's a white supremacist white nationalist and everything else man he 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 is the last breathing uh, hope for white supremacy in America. Um, this word woke that white people tend to throw around sometimes about, you know, this woke stuff and everything else. Well, woke was never meant for that. That's a word that we use in the African-American community. Just basically tell people to be aware of everything. And they have took it and hijacked it and used it for something negative on the uh, red side of the political spectrum. So um, let's uh, I'm not even going to. Last night, I even acknowledged that word woke in the way that he tries to use it. But Rob DeSantis, I'll call him by his real name. Um, as you guys know, if you have been watching the news, has actually banned the AP course for African-American studies. Um because he said, because the queer agenda, something like that, basically, it's, he said it's indoctrination of students. Um, this is a micro and macro chasm of what America is. Uh, America has done a wonderful job of, and I say a wonderful job of taking things from people, people of color, and basically will take your attributes that you, you know, contribute to America. But we won't acknowledge you as people into your history. Um, see, this is nothing new when it comes to us, when it comes to our history. You, without a, there, there's no such thing as... American history without black history. Um, and what he's trying to do this whole political thing of basically, I'm not going to. I'm trying to get votes. So if I do run for president. They're going to see that I'm going to be the one to keep up that white supremacist lie and the white lie of American history. Um, anybody knows, and with these things called Google, that you can find out pretty much anything. So here's the thing. The problem is people want to keep the lie going. The lie has been going on for so long that it's starting to fall apart. Anybody knows when you lie a lot, 
or when you lie about anything for a long enough time, you start getting holes in your story. Well, that's what this is when it comes to Robert Sentis in Florida. Um, if if you're in Florida, you have a lot more power than what you think. If you're a black player, you don't play no sports for anybody from Florida. You don't play you don't play any high school sports for anybody in Florida. You let it be known that hey, if this if this is our history, which is pretty much this whole country is built on African American history. But so if this whole country is built on African American history, as a black athlete in Florida, what what, what are they saying to you? What are they saying to you? They're pretty much telling you if you're an athlete in Florida, all you can do is the the great things and that great work ethic that makes you a great athlete. That doesn't matter as long as you're a great athlete for us. This goes back to slavery. This is this is how it's always been in America. This is how it's always been. They want you to contribute to the country but they don't want you seen. So they want you invisible. So when you say black lives matter, why they get so upset is because no, your life doesn't matter. So why are you saying it? That's why that's where all lives matters come from. Oh, I mean, it, 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 it's very simple. So, therefore, you don't have the right to say Black Lives Matter because it doesn't matter. This is America. America is a very, very ugly woman. Extremely ugly. And like I said, you can put on pounds and pounds and pounds of makeup on an ugly woman, but she is still an ugly woman. That's America. So Ron DeSantis is, he's saying there is no educational purpose for African-American history. Basically, he's saying is we need to make sure that we keep up the next generation of races going. If you just look at all the inventions of black people they've been in, you use every day to this day. Your refrigerator, air conditioning, cell phone, GPS. I can keep going and going. The street light, the first car model that was stolen from him by Henry Ford. So you can research that. Um, what am I missing? The cotton gin. Um, peanut, you know, the peanut, obviously. Um, I mean, I mean, there's just so many, it's just hard to keep track of. It's just that many uh, contributions. But if you take away all that and you don't teach white kids that we can't keep up the, the white lie of we're superior. No, we're, we're superior. Not only, not only that, when it comes to why would you make Juneteenth a federal holiday if you don't want to learn about why it's a federal holiday? 
America has an ugly history and it's very it's, it, it's recent history. What makes it so frustrating with Rob DeSantis is like he's not even trying to hide it. He, you know, what I'm saying like it, it, it's like when somebody's lying to you and you know they're lying to you. That's what he sounds like. There's no educational value. You guys are trying to put an agenda, doctrination. No, basically is we want to keep up the white lie in American history. European history is being taught. Asian history is being taught. Hispanic history is being taught. When it comes to black, nah, that's where we draw the line. For such great American history, it seems like these people have a lot of things to hide for such a great, I mean, if, if history is so great, U.S. history, you know, why, why, why are we trying to hide so much? Why are we banning books? The arrow of time moves forward. When the arrow of time moves forward and you try to turn the clock backwards. I've said this in podcasts prior, nothing good happens. Like I said, try running backwards. Try walking backwards. Try driving backwards. Try reading backwards. And it's very difficult because the, top, the arrow of time goes forward. Um, I don't know how many of y'all have actually watched Batman, but remember that part in Batman when he said the the you know the mob they want things to go back to where it used to be, but you no, know, he told Batman, "You change things, there is no going back." That's that's what American history is. Without us, there is no America. There is no America. The Revolutionary War against the British, um, what got them the victory was the cotton that the slaves picked in order to close the, uh, the troops here in America. And the money that they were able to make off us, uh, of our ancestors picking cotton was one of the primary reasons why they were able to win the war against the British. So Ron DeSantis is basically, and this is why, because Florida, um, for people that don't know, Florida is a swing state. It's been voting mostly red lately. Why? I don't know. But, and I think a lot of that is because, like, a lot of the white voters, even they, even though they are Democrats, um, basically agree with Rod DeSantis is, like, we, we don't want real history taught because it'll make black kids feel like they're oppressors and our white kids feel like they're, um, excuse me, the white kids are oppressors and these and our black kids are victims. Okay, how about this? 
How about trying to, how about, we, we flipped the script a little bit. How about black people do the oppressing and, and, and white people and they, and they be the victim of oppression? How about we do that? You want to make it fair? Let's do that. Oh, you don't you don't want to do that. Because it'd be fair. And I told you in America, the word fair is, is, is a bad word. Since 1619, the first 20 Africans that came from Virginia. Black people have never been treated right in this country. We have never had justice in this country. And people that don't know their history are doomed to repeat it. And I tell you right now, as a black African man, that's not happening. I'm going to tell you a little story about me. Growing up, and I'm going to try not to cry when I say this. They were just, I, was, I had African people around me growing up and we made fun of them because they were African or they were from the continent. Because in some sick, twisted way, we were supposed to be better than them. That is what, that's what you're taught in school when, you know, when it comes to history. Uh, when you learn U.S. history, basically, U.S. history pretty much tells you, tells you hey, Hate yourself. Hate yourself. Okay, you know what? I might be black, but at least I'm not black and from Africa. Because they're poor there and they're starving and everything else. So we're better than them. You see, America does a great, they, they, they can do a great job of self-hate. After deprogramming like that, that I'm better not realizing that I am African. Yes, I am African. Do the African diaspora? I, let me tell you. I've met some of the greatest people in the world from the continent. I look as I look at us all as one now. I I have um, nothing but the greatest respect. For, for the continent. Um, I learned something new about the continent every day. I, I am very proud to be from that continent. Or my ancestors being from that continent. And it is like my dream vacation one day. If I could just, my feet can just touch the ground in, you know, in Africa. Even if it's for 10 minutes. That would be 10 minutes of a dream it's something that I always wanted to do. I have a my son's mother from South Sudan there, love of my life. Um, I, I still to this day um, miss her. Uh, I have a son that's South Sudanese and, and, and African American. Um, one of the best things that ever happened to me, 
Um, I have a sister. I had, excuse me. Let me rephrase that. I have two sisters that were. Uh, there I am. Uh, Malawi. Toppy and um, Potso. Uh, may Toppy rest in peace. Um, love those two women to death. Um, wish I could see them. Uh, I'm still kind of reeling from losing Toppy. Um, but they're, I think they're from Malawi, uh, some of the best people in my life. Uh, I got a friend named Charles who I work for from Liberia. Um, very, 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 uh, very, I mean, one of the best people I know. Um, my daughter's hairdresser is from Liberia. Um, basically everything great in my life is pretty much from the continent of Africa. And the 44-year-old me and the 8-9-year-old me, I cry for him and I'm angry at him for what he used to do or talk about and that he was better than other people from Africa. Uh, we're, to me, we're one. Which brings me to my next point. You see, when you... So you learn about African history and all the great things that continent has done. I mean, it, it's the mother. That's why it's called the motherland. When you see that all the great things that your people have done, you get a sense of pride. The sense of pride. They say, hey, man, everything that's been done now, we already done. We've been flat out lied to. We know they're not superior. And we, it, it's awakening. That's why they call it woke. Like I said, I'll say it again. The continent or anything from the continent, excuse me, anything from the continent has been the best part of my life. And I wouldn't trade being black for anything in this universe. I love it, and um, like I said, you you can give me a billion dollars, and then I would not trade it. Not happening. So let's go back to Ron DeSantis. So reparations. See that that see that that's a bad word in America, because we're the only people that are not supposed to get reparations for all the work we did. We built this country for free. Not supposed to get paid for it. And I tell you this, I've said this for other podcasts. I dare you to go go work at your job for two hours, just for free. Two hours for free. Don't do nothing. I mean, don't don't I mean don't get paid anything. Just two hours for free. See how long and how much you'll hate it. Now imagine 400 something odd years. 
for free. See, Rod DeSantis don't want you to know that. He doesn't want you to know because after after slavery, you got this thing called, you know, you know, Jim Crow laws. Because it, once again, it makes you look like you're a victim and makes them look like, you know, that they're oppressors. Then you got segregation. Well, I forgot. Let's go back. Let me back it up a little bit. Before segregation, we have a thing called the Tuskegee Airmen, Tuskegee Experiments, where they gave black men syphilis and they didn't treat them, and a lot of them died. Okay, let's go back to 1921, Greenwood, Black Wall Street, where they came over a damn lie. They pretty much destroyed the city, and it was it wasn't about over the lie. It was about black people doing well, and they couldn't stand to see it, so they had to destroy it. You see, people that do noble and honest things have nothing to hide. So, all the shit that black people have to go through or been through and are still going through, they don't want their kids to see that this shit still going on and that their ancestors were oppressors. So in 2040, so not that, not that far from now, not that far at all. In 2040, people of color are going to be the majority. And see, people like Ron DeSantis... They are afraid that once we become the majority, will we get treated the same way they treated us? So, yes, we can dish it, but we sure can't take it. See, once crack, crack, poverty, Unemployment, because unemployment, black black unemployment is usually double of the national average or whatever. Once we have those things, you know, uh, housing discrimination, uh, just not getting loans, redlining and so on and so on. See, once they kids see that and their kids say, wow, how can you treat people this way? It's kind of like a kid discovering that their parents does drugs. No, 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 no parent wants, you know, wants their kid discovering that they do drugs. At least most of them don't that I know of. They kind of look at their parents different. Like, damn, this whole time you've been telling me, you know, not to do drugs and you're doing them yourself. Yeah, that's the big old racist elephant in the room. Why they they see black people that live in poor neighborhoods or they see black people that, you know, 
that get killed by the police unarmed or they see um, a lot of some black people that are drug addicts and so on and so on. This is what After American History the AP course would be about. America has never, ever, ever answered for its racial problem and what they did with slavery. It's never answered for it. And we all know as adults, we all know as adults, when a problem does not get dealt with, it gets bigger. It would take 208 years for uh, the black family to match the wealth gap of a white family. And I'm going to be honest with you people. There's not going to be a white president. I don't give a damn how cool we think he is. That's going to be ready to pass reparations. You see, that's a trigger for Ron DeSantis. You see, black people, everybody else has gotten reparations except black people. We are the only, they hate us so much. Yes, I'm going to come out and say it. They hate us so much that they rather burn this motherfucker up as opposed to us getting reparations. The only time they want us around or in this country is if we're doing something for them. If we're entertaining them or we're building something. But as far as that, as far as fair and you being equal, nah, that ain't supposed to happen because America was made for us. Even though you guys made America, it was made for us. So it's equivalent of if you build a house with somebody and... You just want to spend a night. They still say no. That's what it's like being black in America. You can contribute. But you can't use. You can. um. What's the word I'm looking for? You can eat at the table. Well, excuse me. You can eat with us. But you got to eat outside while we eat inside the house. That's what's like being black in America. And it doesn't matter how much money you have. You're still black in America. And don't worry. Tim Scott. Candace Owens. Um, you know, I'm forgetting a few. Yay. He already had his. They're going to get their nigga wake up call. That's what that is. They're going to get it. It's coming. They're letting it be known. That when 2040 comes. We got to do whatever we can. To keep power. I mean it's not going to work. Because 
minority rule is bad for everybody. But even with that being said, they're willing to burn this motherfucker down just so we don't get it. Them opening and sharing a house is more painful than burning the goddamn thing down so we don't get it or are able to use it. And Ron DeSantis, he's one of those people. And I'm trying to tell you now, he's going to act like, I mean, they always say this. No, I'm not a racist. It's like, yeah, he's, 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 I mean, he's a blatant racist. And he's basically saying, I'm a blatant racist. Ha, ha, ha. What can you do about it? That's the kind of racist he is. But here's the thing. Ron DeSantis is probably going to be running for president. Now, can he win? A, a national race, I don't think he can because I just think the country has come too far that they see this happen with dumbass Trump and they don't want to happen again. But like I said, you know, being black in America, nothing surprises me anymore. So um, I don't know, man, it it. it Ron DeSantis is what America really is. Black people can contribute, but they better not be seen or heard. See, we're, you know, in his eyes, you know, we're dehumanized. We're only good enough, you know, we're only human when we, when we need to be raped. I want to have sex with. That's the only time we're human in their eyes. So let's let's go back. So they don't want their kids to know about the lynchings that they used to do to us. They don't want them to learn about how the slaves were treated and how they were raped and maimed and everything else. They don't want them also to learn about how we were experimented on, both men and women. Um, let me see. What am I forgetting? Oh. They don't want you to know how they wouldn't let us get into professional sports. They don't want their kids to know that, hey, that many things haven't changed. They they don't want they want their kids they don't want their kids to know of why they why they're privileged. That's also a big part of it. They don't want their kids to know why they are privileged. America is a very, very sick woman. She's disgusting. She's vile. She's pathetic. She's a bitch. She, she is, she, she is a very disgusting woman.
That that is what America is. And we what we do is we take this stupid ask outlook of what is that outlook? We take the stupid ass outlook of America's the best country in the world. Yeah, if you're white. Yeah, if you're white, of course. And there are some dumb Negroes that believe that this, you know, that this is the best country in the world. What best country in the world could be when it's built off white supremacy? It is disgusting. I repeat, it is disgusting how people can say this is the best. Is this the best? This is the best. This is this. This so you're saying to me the 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 400 years of torture and hell we had in this country. This is the best country in the world. We are still getting the first black everything in 2023. And we just, 2008, when Obama got elected. Almost 400 years, you're just now getting your first black president? And there's a lot between citizen and, you know, president. You're still getting your first CEOs or your first, you know, black this and your first black this. First black woman to coach in the Super Bowl. You're still getting a lot of first for black people. And Ron DeSantis, he doesn't want kids to know about it. Oh, and believe me when I say he's not the only governor that feels this way. So, he pretty much lost the black vote. If he decides to run for president, because I'm pretty sure he is. You see, I tell you how dumb he is. He doesn't know how important the black vote is into, like, what can he say to us? <laughs> you just been African-American, you know, you know, AP courses, you know, in your state, in college and, and, you know, in high school. What can he say to black people that would make them want to vote for him? What can he say? Oh, I banned, you know, that, that course, what, for your own good? We all know when you tell a long lie enough, people start to believe it. But the problem with that is if you start to believe it, I repeat, if you start to believe it and you tell it long enough, 
the lie starts to have cracks in it when people start asking the right questions. And unfortunately, these people are willing to keep telling that lie, no matter how many holes that are in it, for their own ego. And just just for, you know, keeping that guilt. Lying to themselves just to keep themselves from feeling guilty. Lying to themselves to let us know that people of color, particularly black people, have had it so fucked up in this country. That they're willing to lie to themselves. Willing to flat out lie to keep themselves from feeling bad. Or the flat out lie to justify why we were treated that way. There was some dumbass senator that said slavery was a necessary evil. Okay. If it was so necessary, why didn't you guys have your asses out there doing it then? If it was so goddamn necessary. So basically he's saying that the only, and he's admitting it, the only way America could build this empire was through slavery. Okay, so why didn't they have their asses out there doing it then? If it was so necessary, you should have had your asses out there picking cotton. It, it, see, when you listen to this podcast, and I hope you guys listen to the whole thing, the things I'm saying, you can see and see how disgusting America is and how people think in America. Let, let's talk about reparations real quick. So, Reparations. And the word reparations is the word repair. And when you, you know, in order to make something right, you have to prepare it. You have to redo the damage that's been done. So when it comes to reparations, they're pretty much saying, um, no, we know you built the country, you know, you did a lot, but you don't deserve anything for it because you were supposed to do that. Mitch McConnell, who is the minority leader of the Senate, dumbass, this is what he said our reparations was. He said, us being free from slavery, the Civil Rights Act, Obama being elected as president, he said, those are your reparations right there. Now, do you you know that's like, that's like saying, so people getting what they should have already had is reparations. That's like you. That's like somebody saying the five hundred dollars. That somebody loans my five hundred dollars and then paying you back. Okay, that you know that they did you a favor. Reparations was when you know when I paid you back your five hundred dollars, even though it was a loan and you were supposed to pay it back. But I did you a favor by paying a loan back. Wow, man. You don't understand how how dumb these people sound, man. But anyways, basically, 
reparations, that's a trigger word because that 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 means fair. That means fair. Uh, they sent billions of dollars to black farmers because they have not been treated equally. Yeah, that well, the judge in North Carolina blocked it because then uh, black black farmers will have the same chance as white farmers because it'd be fair. But they blocked it because now they're saying it's reparations. See, they don't want black people having anything. They don't want you having anything if you're black. All you should have is the is the minimalist. Like, like I'm talking about the minimal of anything. That's it. Just the minimum of anything, barely make it. I mean, might not have. Basically, you should you should have the bare minimum of everything in life. I mean, come on. I know we're black, so we I mean we knew they didn't care about us, but damn. So reparations is what can we do to make things right? What can we do? We got to repair some of the damage that we caused. Let me tell you. How about just give some of the things that you stole from black people? Give it back. I'm going to tell you guys a little secret that people, a lot of people don't know. Central Park is on top of a black neighborhood. It used to be New York. Dallas. I forgot his name. The guy had land that the government took from him that's worth billions of dollars now and all he has is a plaque on the land. There's that beach in my, I can never remember the name of the beach, beachfront property, but this black family owned that the government strictly took it away and they just now giving it back 60 years later. And it would have been worth hundreds of millions of dollars had they been, the family been able to keep it. How about just give some of the things that you stole from black people back? That'd be a great start. Let me give you some more education. Most black neighborhoods are neighborhoods that white people decided to leave. Yes, white people decided to leave. Like Compton. Um, I can't, there's a few either, but there's a few other ones like Harlem. White people actually left, and so we like were able to move in those spaces. But black neighborhoods are particularly in the worst parts of town, where it's very much inhabitable. That's why black kids have such a high asthma rate. Uh, red, like redlining, they made sure that black people didn't get loans to live in houses they wanted. They have put highways. This is all over the country. Highways through prominent black neighborhoods. 
Yeah, the, the America's been really fucked up to black people. And if you look like the projects and stuff like that, the ghetto is what they call it now, stuff like that, just look at the condition of it. It's not because black people don't upkeep and take care of everything. It's, this is where they decide to place black people in the worst parts of the city or state, and we just have to make do. So, just correcting all of that would be a great step as opposed to see a monetary, I don't, a monetary value. I wouldn't, um, getting money is not going to solve anything. It's not going to solve anything. But, I don't know, we, We get put in positions to fail and we then we get blamed for us, you know, when we fail. If I put you in a position to fail and then blame you for you failing, I mean, how disingenuous is that? Man, I tell you, man, we, this, this country and the things that we do to each other as black people, a lot of that come from white oppression, white oppression. Sometimes the best oppression is when you can make people become their own oppression. So like I said, just giving some of the things that, you know, you know, that they took from us would be a great way for reparations. But see, Rob DeSantis, he's one of those people. He this is just America. No, because it would make it fair. When you're white in America, we can't have it fair. That's not fair to us. Because it's fair. It's, yeah, it's really sad and disgusting. So Rob DeSantis, and I'm glad finally people in Florida are starting to rise up in what they're doing. If you're in Florida, if you're a black athlete, I will not play sports for any Florida. Florida State, Miami, you name it. High school, middle school, whatever. Those black kids, if you can't learn about our history, we don't need to play sports for you. We don't need to win games for you. Ron DeSantis is one of those people that would just love to have the next generations of racists happening. And I don't know if you guys know what the word great means. But does this sound like great to you? Does that, that mean 
That doesn't sound very great to me. For the greatest country in the world, it doesn't sound very great. For such a country to have a great history. He sure don't want you to find out about it. African American history is American history. African American history is the Cinderella to the story of Cinderella. Can't have, you know, can't have, you know, you know. The cartoon and movie Cinderella without Cinderella. That's what black history is to America. So, the people that listen to me and the people that have parents, that are parents of white kids, you have one or two choices. You can keep the white lie going, or you can tell the ugly truth. So, I mean, sorry, I had to give me something to drink real quick. But, um, yeah, so either we can keep this ugly, you know, this ugly lie going, or excuse me, this pretty lie going, or we can tell the ugly truth. This is the same country where we always tell our kids why we shouldn't lie, we shouldn't lie, we shouldn't lie. Except, this is about our history. And with us around, especially being black parents, we got to be able to teach our kids our own history. Just because we sh we shouldn't leave that to nobody else. Those are stories that we should be telling to our kids, and show them what the great heritage, and that our our beginning didn't start from slavery. And all the great things not we just done for this country, but the great things we done for the world. These are stories that we should be telling our kids. Governors like Ron DeSantis and dumbass Greg Abbott in Texas. You can lie all you want to, but there's this app called Google. 
that anybody can use and they will use it. And it's just really, I think it's really sad and a shame in 2023 that Jerome Walker is having this same damn discussion that they were having 100 years ago. It's just really sad in 2023. I guess the question is, <laughs> will it ever be easy to be black in America? I repeat, will it ever be easy to be black in America? I guess I could just end the podcast with that, man. Um, Hope you guys are enjoying your Black History Month. Um, I, as you can tell, I'm getting emotionally tired because, you know, I've been fighting this fight since I was 16 years old about black excellence. And um, it, it's just frustrating. And no matter how hard or how great we become. The only thing they want us around for is entertainment. Even in 2023, I know I sound like a broken record, but in 2023, America is a broken record. Man, y'all be good to yourselves and uh, y'all be better to each other. The Jay walks out. Oh, pretty soon. Tune in. Pretty soon next week. I'm gonna have my good, my great friend from a long time, Dion, with me. Um, I'm gonna keep it interesting, okay? Um, okay. Once again, be good to yourselves. Be better to each other. I'm out.